Do you want a smart lock, a 2K cam, and doorbell all in one? Now you can with Eufy, the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. Easy to install. All you need is just a Phillips screwdriver. So easy that even I, yes, I figured out how to install it. It's a keyless entry, so no more fumbling for the keys, which, by the way, I didn't even have a key to my front door. Uh, yeah, I had to go through the garage, so I would be SOL if something were to happen, but not anymore with Eufy. It's keyless. You have no monthly fee, unlike other brands that charge monthly fees. Your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage, and the customer service is top-notch now. Let's be real. I didn't have to use it. I figured out how to use that Phillips screwdriver to install. Trust me, guys. I, I, I'm not lying to you. It is extremely easy. But if you have issues with your Eufy or installation, be rest assured Eufy's on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty. If you want to check it out, which I highly recommend you do, check out the Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's cracking, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Betting Show. I am Joe Summers. I will spare you the, the attempted guten tag that Mike McDaniel and everyone's been doing all week. It is Dolphins Chiefs Week in Germany. We are seeing Tyreek Hill for the very first time. And before anyone asks, I see you asking in the in the chat, is this just clickbait? Well, I mean, every single headline is a little bit of a clickbait, but no, I actually do have a major weakness for the Dolphins that the Chiefs will exploit that will lead us to victory. Honestly, I came in this week pretty worried about the game. The Dolphins have an excellent rushing attack. The, the Chiefs obviously didn't look too, too good last week. But the more that I researched the game, the more confident I became in the Chiefs' chances to escape Germany with a victory, take us into the bye week, feeling strong. So we've got a lot to get to today. I'll, I'll discuss the major weakness for the Dolphins that gives me a lot of confidence for the Chiefs. I've got the best bets for Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, of course, our guy Rasheed Rice, and a whole lot more, a couple summer sweats around the league. Uh, I do have to admit, last week did not go so well. We went 3-8 and eight on my picks for the Chiefs game. We successfully held Russell Wilson under his passing yards total. We held the total points for the game under so our defense is still looking fantastic Mahomes Kelsey and all those guys didn't do too hot but we are going right back to the well this week you know the longer that you let the rainfall stop you the longer you're stuck standing in and I am predicting a beautiful rainbow of Chiefs performances this week so I had to wear a little bit of extra colors just to inspire let's see a rainbow at the end of this rain so we've got a lot of bets to make for the Chiefs, but before we get into that, I do want to make sure that you're aware of the latest and greatest sports betting promos that you can sign up for right now. Our newest one comes from Superdraft. Superdraft hosts daily fantasy prop games where you compete for a chance to win cash prizes. The game is simple. For each contest, you're given a pool of props for upcoming games. 
you pick whether the prop will be over or under, and then you can choose up to eight different props for a bigger win. If you want to join in on the action, we've got you covered. Just sign up with our promo code ARROW, and you'll receive a deposit match up to $20. You'll also receive a free pick in your first game, kind of like a free square and bingo or a free leg to a parlay. Using that code ARROW, when signing up, not only gets you these great rewards, but it also directly supports our podcast. So we appreciate that. So make sure to use that promo code ARROW when you sign up. And let's nail some player props this weekend. I've got a ton that we're going to get to. This offer is only available to new customers who are 18 and older or 19 and older in Alabama and 21 and older in Massachusetts. And you must be physically present in legal gambling states. Please remember to always gamble responsibly and check the episode description for the full terms of the offer. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, look. This is the first time that we have faced Tyreek Hill since we traded him away. It's a shame that the game is not at Geehaw Field at Arrowhead Stadium, but Germany will work. I I went a little bit overboard with this one. I do believe that these are the most bets that I've ever recommended on the show, so we've got a lot to get to. Let's jump into it. First, I want to discuss the game itself. The Chiefs are sitting at about one-and-a-half to two-point favorites with the over-under uh, hovering around 51 to 50-and-a-half. So I am taking the Chiefs minus one and a half and the under 51 points in the game. And there are a few reasons why. So first, let's discuss the Chiefs. And then I'll get to why the Dolphins have a major weakness that the Chiefs can exploit. So the Chiefs, we've rebounded well after a loss over Patrick Mahomes' career. Patrick Mahomes is 14-3 and straight up following a loss in his career. He obviously wasn't feeling well last week. It was one of the worst Patrick Mahomes games I've personally seen. But that guy happens to be one of these. So I think we're going to be okay this week. Uh, fingers crossed he's got some, some day quill and he's feeling better from the flu this week. Even despite the loss last week, the Chiefs are still 5-2 and two against the spread in the last seven games. Just recently, consider, we lost to the Lions in week one, pummeled the Jags in week two in a game that was not as close as the final score indicated. Last year, we destroyed the Tampa Bay Bucks right after losing to the Colts. We smacked the 49ers 44-21 to after losing to Buffalo. This is a team that can lose focus. But when the Chiefs lose focus and drop a game, they come out firing the next week. You might have heard Travis Kelsey on his New Heights podcast this week give a really inspirational speech saying how pissed off everyone in the locker room is. I expect them to show that. And I bet that long flight to Germany was not uh, an uproarious one. I, I bet people were pretty darn focused. So the Chiefs are going to come in 
with one of the league's best defenses, with an offense that, I mean, is led by the greatest quarterback and greatest tight end and greatest offensive coach of all time. So I've got faith in them. I've got faith in the defense. And I do think that last week's loss to the Broncos was just an aberration. The Dolphins look really good. They look really good on paper, I'll admit. Raheem Mostert's having a great year. Mike McDaniel looks like a scheming guy. Tyreek Hill might be on pace to have the best wide receiver season in history. But you know what? They've kind of done all that against really awful teams. The Dolphins, of their six wins, all of their wins have come against teams that are a combined 11-27. and 27. They beat the Patriots twice. Chargers, Broncos, Giants, and the one and seven Panthers. They've played two good winning teams, the Bills, who they lost 48 to 20 against, and the Eagles, who beat them 31 to 17. And that underscores a huge problem with the Miami Dolphins team. The Dolphins are really, 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 really good at home. You may have seen that uh, the, the Dolphins home field, they purposefully position it with the sun so that it's really hot on the opposing team's sideline. And the Dolphins, as a result, they're used to playing in that Florida heat. They dominate at home. They've won five straight at home, but on the road, they struggle. And I know that this isn't a true road game, but they're not at home. They don't have that heat advantage. They don't have that comfort ability. The Bills game and the Eagles game came on the road. And Tua felt the pressure. He wasn't in that comfortable home environment. And I think the Chiefs are going to be able to bring that pressure once again this week. So consider the Dolphins. They've won just two of their last eight road games. Failed to cover against the Bills. Failed to cover against the Eagles. They've covered five consecutive home games. But on the road, they're a bit shaky. Adding to that idea, the idea that when the Dolphins are uncomfortable, they're not at home, so they don't perform as well. In their last eight games as underdogs, the Dolphins are one and seven outright. When you make Tua Tagovailoa uncomfortable, when you take their offense out of rhythm, take them out of that, you know, that warm Florida heat, they struggle. And I expect them to struggle this week. Temperatures are expected to be around 54 degrees Fahrenheit. Obviously, Germany isn't quite the warm comforts of Miami. So I expect the Chiefs to put a lot of pressure on Tua and that to disrupt the offense. The, the or excuse me, Tua, when he lost to the Bills, was sacked four times. When he lost to the Eagles, was sacked three times. The Chiefs have 15 sacks over the last three weeks. Aminahue is still getting up to speed. Chris Jones is a beast. George Karloftis has been dominating. This is an elite pass rush. We're second in, or third in the league right now, rather, in sacks per game. So I expect us to harass Tua all day, make him uncomfortable, and that's going to disrupt the offense. He had only 212 passing yards uh, in the game against the Eagles, and I think that a similar game script is going to play out. Until the Dolphins prove that they can win a game in an uncomfortable situation, like we've seen Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, and the Chiefs do numerous times over the last five seasons until the Dolphins do that I'm not trusting them as one and a half point underdogs against the Chiefs in a foreign country are you kidding me absolutely not you know that the Chiefs are going to be fired up because Tyreek Hill has been chirp chirp chirping for the last year about this game he had some you know confusing benign comments about uh, his departure from the Chiefs this week I bet that Steve Spagnuolo is gearing up some things to, to come after him with. The Chiefs are in really good shape in this game. 
But additionally, there's some trends that back up a Chiefs victory as well. Getting to that idea of feeling uncomfortable in the situation, that applies in international games. When you remove the Jacksonville Jaguars from the equation, since they've played so many international games, they practically have a second stadium in London at this point. When you remove them, favorites in international games are 22 and nine against the spread over the course of the NFL's history of doing this. So typically on a neutral field in an uncomfortable environment, the favorite wins. I think that's going to happen once again in this game. My concern, like if I'm wrong, if the Chiefs lose, it's going to be because the Dolphins gashed our rushing defense. Raheem Mostert's having a spectacular season. He's at double-digit touchdowns already. And Miami averages 5.9 yards per rush attempt, easily leads the NFL. The Chiefs are allowing 5.5 yards per rush attempt, 25th in the NFL. That does scare me. Nick Bolton's out. Willie Gay Jr. is banged up, though positive indications. It looks like he'll be able to play at least to some capacity. So that would be the concern. However, the Bills, so the Chiefs rank 25th in opponent yards per rush attempt. The Bills rank 31st, allowing 5.1 yards per rush attempt. And let me uh, let me check my notes. Oh, oh, the Bills won 48 to 20. So that's a concern. But if the Bills can smack around the Dolphins with the same weakness and it's exacerbated because they have a worse rush defense, then I do think that the Chiefs are going to be okay. So I love catching the Chiefs at one and a half point underdog or one and a half point favorites rather. And I think that we're going to win this game handily and reassert ourselves atop the AFC. That would give us the tiebreaker over both the Dolphins and the Jacks. So we're taking the Chiefs. But we're also going to take the under 51 in the game. Look, I don't think that odds makers have caught up to the way that the Chiefs run the current offense. We are looking for long, sustained drives with an occasional deep pass to Justin Watson, and that's about it. We are controlling the clock more than we ever have before, and that makes it difficult to hit an over with a total over 50 points. The under is hit in four consecutive Chiefs games by an average of just under 10 points per game. It's one of the biggest aberrations and sports betting advantages that we have in the sport right now. The under is 9-2 and two in the last 11 Chiefs games. This defense is legit, and I do think that they're going to slow down the Dolphins' offense. People around the league and the public are expecting fireworks because, I mean, obviously, it's Tyreek's first game back. However... I expect long methodical drives from the Chiefs. I expect Chris Jones to have a huge game. And I expect this defense to once again shut down an elite offense, just like they did against the Jacksonville Jaguars in week two. So I'm going to take the under in the game and the Chiefs to cover the minus one and a half spread. So that's the plays just for the game itself. But oh, baby, we have some dandy player props for you. I've got seven player props or seven players rather to target that we're going to go through. Though before... We go through all those and how we're going to smother Tyreek Hill with Legereus Seed and Trent McDuffie in the secondary. I do want to make sure that you know how to become a member of our Arrowhead Addicts family. If you like the podcast, if you like what, the work that we put out, please do consider it. Members get special access to emojis and loyalty badges that you can use in YouTube streams like this one. And you also have access to our private Discord where you can hang out with our hosts, talk Chiefs football, music, movies, beer, and a whole lot more. The floor is yours. We've got a fantasy football league, monthly happy hours. It's a really good time. So please consider becoming a member of our family and check the link about joining in the description of wherever you get this podcast. We really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. So the Chiefs. And 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 I am 
correctly accused of being a homer very frequently. I try to provide good statistical arguments to back up all my claims, but I don't typically go against the Chiefs. So I came into this game thinking like, oh man, the Dolphins have a really good offense. This might be kind of tough. And then I researched it more and no, no, we're good. We're good. I'm back on the homer train. We're going to be just fine. And it's really easy to make the case that a lot of the Chiefs offensive players are going to go off. I see you there, Tyler Crawford here in Germany. I am not sure what DFE Pocal Stadium to the trim means, but that being being that close sounds awesome. Appreciate you from from watching over in Germany. That's super cool. Not sure if sports betting is legal in Germany or not, but uh, either way, I think the Chiefs are going to win. So we're going to go through several player props, the first of which our guy, this one, Patrick Mahomes, over 285 and a half passing yards at FanDuel. Look, Mahomes is going to be pissed off when he loses, when he takes it personally, he balls out the next week, putting up 44 points against the Niners, 41 points against the Bucks last year. Like Mahomes, Angry Mahomes is not a guy that you want to face. And the Dolphins defense has not been very good. They're bottom 10 in DVOA, and I know that they added Jalen Ramsey to the secondary, and that's a boost, but who cares? Our wide receivers aren't any good anyway besides Rasheed Rice, so his addition, in my opinion, doesn't impact that much. The Dolphins rank 19th in opponent yards per pass attempt, but again, remember how they're more comfortable at home. They're you know, they like the heat. It makes it harder on opposing offenses. When the Dolphins are not at home, they give up 7.4 yards per attempt. That's a figure that would be in the bottom three of the league over the course of the season. When you take them out of that comfortable environment and throw them into Germany, they're not very good in the secondary. So I love Patrick Mahomes' opportunity to hit this over with his passing yards, especially given that it's going to be in front of an international audience in a new place. And, I mean, let's, let, let's not kid ourselves. Pat tends to stunt in big games. He wants to ball out and prove to the world that Tua is not deserving of being near him in the MVP odds. Pat still almost hit his over last week despite having a terrible game. He was essentially the Sky Moore pass in the end zone away from clearing it. He's averaging over 290 passing yards per game, so I love Pat's chances to get over 285 in a half passing yards. My guy, the second one I want to get to is Rasheed Rice. I believe Rasheed Rice is a full-on star. The I am I am right here, ready to say choo-choo. I am the conductor of the Rasheed Rice hype train. This guy is legit. He is our clear best wide receiver. He's had at least 56 yards in each of our last three games. His snap count has been steadily increasing every week. He had 61% of the snaps last week. And this is a perfect opportunity for the Chiefs to let him loose, to really show Tyreek it's okay. Our offense is going to be just fine without you. So the Dolphins play zone coverage over 73% of the time per pro football focus. That's good for Rice. 330 of his 361 receiving yards have come against zone coverage. And the Dolphins rank in the bottom 10 in the NFL, both in yards allowed per coverage snap and yards allowed per coverage target. Every time that a receiver is targeted when they're playing zone coverage, on average, they give up 9.2 yards. That's a lot. Rasheed Rice is tailor-made for this matchup. Considering that his snap count's been increasing, considering the disappointing performances from MBS, the non-existence of Kadarius Tony and others, I really think that we're going to be looking by the end of the season that Rasheed Rice is the guy next to Kelsey, and this is a perfect opportunity for him to break out. He averages 2.4 yards per route run. 
Every time he runs a route, on average, the Chiefs gain almost two and a half yards, even if he's not throwing the ball. That's an elite stat that ranks amongst Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. God, C.D. Lamb. Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god, excuse me. C.D. Lamb and DeAndre Hopkins, just to name a few. If the Dolphins stay in zone, they're going to have problems covering Rasheed Rice. But on the times that they don't run zone, when they run man coverage, my favorite prop bet of the week is Justin Watson over 16 and a half receiving yards. Justin Watson played 36% of the snaps last week. We know that he's a trusted target for Mahomes. I expect his snap count to increase this week, especially considering, considering MBS's general ineffectiveness this week. So I'm taking Justin Watson over 16 and a half. Basically just needs one catch. Mentioning the zone versus man coverage on the 27% of the time or so that the Dolphins typically run man, that's Watson's time to shine. He is generating 3.32 yards per route against man coverage. That's the ninth best mark amongst all receivers in the league. When they run man, it'll be Justin Watson. We need one catch to get over 16 and a half yards. And he's had at least 42 yards in every game he's played this season except for two. The Jets game, which is understandable because Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed are pretty damn good. And then second, the game that he got hurt in, the first game against the Broncos, where he got hurt early on on the deep play. So Justin Watson has been hitting at least 42 yards essentially every game that he's played outside of when he faces Sauce Gardner. So I love Watson to get over his total. I love Rice. And I'm, I'd be remiss not to mention Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey over 77 and a half receiving yards. You can get over at Caesars. I am trusting Kelsey this week. He's our version of the top wide receiver target that have torched the Dolphins in similar matchups. They gave up 120 yards to Stephon Diggs, 137 to A.J. Brown. So I, I love having... Travis Kelsey at only 77 and a half yards. The zone coverage benefits him as well. He's had at least nine targets in six of seven games, and he's averaging over 92 yards per game over the last six weeks. Given the little speech that he gave on the New Heights podcast, I think we're in for a pretty big Kelsey performance this week. So those are the Chiefs ones, but I do have three quick Dolphins ones that I want to get to as well. I won't keep you waiting anymore. Tyree kills back. And I've been seeing everyone all week, even seeing it in the chat. Tyreek Hill is going to have 200 yards. Tyreek Hill is going to have such a big game. Baloney. No, he's not. The Chiefs are going to shut Tyreek Hill down. I am taking under 92 and a half receiving yards for Tyreek Hill. This is Legereus Sneed's masterpiece that's about to be painted. He is on lockdown mode the whole season. Just, just, just consider the top wide receivers in the league that have faced the Chiefs this season. Keenan Allen had 55 yards. Justin Jefferson had 28 yards. He did get hurt late, but it was at the end of the game. He had three catches for 28 yards. Garrett Wilson had 60 yards. DJ Moore, 41. Calvin Ridley, 32. Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god, 71. Every single one of those elite wide receivers was held under their receiving total. On top of that, Tyreek Hill was under this total in both of the Dolphins' losses. If you think that the Chiefs are going to make or make Tua uncomfortable and get after him and disrupt the Dolphins' offense, then Tyreek Hill is not going to clear this over. I believe that that happens, so I I'm taking the under 92.5 receiving yards for Tyreek Hill. And I think that we'll come out of this and say, and say you know what? Rasheed Rice is the guy, Tyreek. We appreciate the memories like that one, but uh, we're okay. 
So if Tyreek Hill has a bad game, you know who else is going to have a bad game? Two attack of Iloa. I'm taking his under 272 and a half passing yards over at Caesars. He had just 216 passing yards against the Eagles. Our defense sets up in a similar way that the Eagles do in the sense that we are going to cause a lot of pressure up front. We might be the best team outside of the Eagles and the 49ers at causing pressure up front. When you make too uncomfortable, it's the common theme. He doesn't perform as well. The Chiefs are allowing just 5.5 yards per pass attempt and 176 passing yards per game. Both of those are the second best marks in the entire league. Russell Wilson had 114 yards in the loss last week, 95 in the game that we beat him three weeks ago or two weeks ago. Justin Herbert, a couple weeks ago, week eight or week seven, had 259 passing yards. So each of the last three weeks, you add up everything and the Chiefs are giving up on average just around 150 passing yards per game. Trevor Lawrence, an excellent quarterback. We held him to 216. Jared Goff, even when we lost, he only had 253 passing yards. This Chiefs defense is legit, and they're going to show you why this week. Even in the loss against the Broncos, that defense was dominant. Had some penalties. I think they get it cleared up this week. The final player prop that I want to target is going to be Raheem Mostert because I don't just want to bag all over the Dolphins. They do have one avenue to win, and that is feeding Raheem Mostert the ball. The Chiefs' run defense is the wart on that side of the ball. We rank 25th in opposing yards per rush attempt, and Mostert's been just a stud. He is averaging 65 rushing yards per game, 5.4 yards per attempt. If Willie Gay Jr. is banged up, we know that Bolton won't play. The linebackers are going to be where the Dolphins attack. So I'm taking Mostert over 49 and a half rushing yards. I think he'll be the only positive mark for that offense. So we're fading Tyreek. We're fading Tua. We're going to be okay with Mostert getting his. And then we're taking Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and Patrick Mahomes to dominate in a Chiefs victory. That all adds up together. You know, we've hit the last couple of weeks. Those are our player props. What we have to hit real quick before I get to my summer sweats, our juicy same game parlay. Two weeks ago, we cashed a massive plus 1,500 parlay. Last week, we'll just move on and go to the rainbow, like I mentioned before. We won't talk about last week. But two weeks ago, it was really good. So we're going to get back to that. I've got a plus 1,800 same game parlay over at DraftKings. We're taking the Chiefs money line. Mahomes over passing yards, Kelsey over receiving yards, Kelsey to score a touchdown. Just it's international. Kelsey's going to ball out. Rasheed Rice over receiving yards and Justin Watson over receiving yards. Mahomes, Kelsey, Rice, Watson, Chiefs to win. That pays out plus 1800 at DraftKings. A $10 bet will win you 180. Let's rock and roll. Let's make some money. And with all that money that you're about to make, well, <laughs> Why not get yourself some Arrowhead Addict swag? If you want to get swagged out, get some cool hats like this one. We've got you covered. The Arrowhead Addict merch store is live, and you can visit right now by clicking the link in the description below. We've got everything from this hat to shirts, hoodies, towels, even a sweet pint glass to drink your game day grog. We've got an early morning on Sunday. I know that you're going to need some mimosas or something. So rep the podcast and save a bit of money while you're at it. We truly do appreciate it. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing some of these hats out on the streets. So we know how we're betting the Chiefs game. The Dolphins are terrible when they're uncomfortable. They're terrible when they're on the road. 
Patrick Mahomes is pissed off. He's 14 and three straight up after a loss. We're going to have a nice game, in my opinion. The defense is going to continue to assert itself as one of the most dominant forces in the entire league. But outside of that, it is time to get to our summer sweats. There are a few bets around the league that I'm targeting as well. Summer sweats started the season on fire. And, you know, we went one and two last week. We're now sitting at 10 and 11 on the season. But but we're going to get it back this week because I've got a couple trends that are, I mean, I'm not going to call it foolproof, but I'm going to call it enough that I'm not going to be sweating too much on this summer sweat. Tell you what. So the first game we're targeting is the Packers minus three against the Dolphins. And the only reason, honestly, that I'm taking this game is that the Rams played the Cowboys last week. You might recall if you've been with me for a few weeks that the reason that I loved the Chargers so much, or excuse me, loved the Chiefs against the Chargers so much and thought that we were going to destroy them was that they played the Cowboys the previous week. The Rams got demolished by the Cowboys last week, which makes Every single team that has played the Cowboys failed to cover the spread the following week. Every single one of them. You can go and check it back. We beat the Chargers by 14 throughout the entire season. There's been teams having a tough next game after they play the Cowboys. They're physical. They're tough. Great offensive line. Great defensive line. It's tough to recover from that. So I think that the Rams, especially given the uncertainty around Matthew Stafford's health, and we don't know who's going to play quarterback for him, I think they're in for a letdown performance. Give me the Packers minus three. And then the second one, although I do see I, I do see in the chat the game starts at 4.30 a.m. here in Hawaii, is it worth waking up for before I get in the next summer sweat? Let me answer that unequivocally yes and actually you should be getting up probably around 3 30 to 3 45 because you're going to want to join the arrowhead addicts crew for our pregame me sterling connor maybe uh patrick allen I, I hopefully he'll be there as well i think he is but all of us are going to be there with our robes ready to rock and roll i'm sure there'll be some some irish coffees or some mimosas ready to rock and roll we will be live Coming to you before the game at 8.30 on Sunday. So we'll be probably about a half hour prior to the game starting. So yeah, you want to wake up and you want to lock in with us. So before we uh, go get our sleep to prepare for that game, that's the spirit. I'll do it. Let's go. I love to see that. The second summer sweat that I want to get to is going to be the Commanders plus three against the Patriots. I don't know why the commanders are underdogs here. They traded Chase Young and uh, they traded Chase Young and the other defensive, excellent defensive lineman whose name is escaping right now. They traded them both away this week. And everyone is kind of jumping off of the commanders and thinking that they're going to suck now. But Sam Howell looks pretty good. And you know who I know for a fact sucks? Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. The Patriots are two and ten against the spread in their last dozen games. And thank thank you to my producer, Sean Daly, telling me it's Montez Sweat, whose name was escaping me. The commanders traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young away, and everyone's jumped off the ship. But the big reason to back the commanders has been Eric Bieniemy's offense and the impressive performance of Sam Howe. So I don't care too much about them trading Montez Sweat and Chase Young away. Instead, I'm going to zig while the public zags. The commanders win their road underdogs. That's the time to back them. They are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games as road underdogs. They've hit it in three straight. They won four of those six games outright. Frankly, I think they're going to win this weekend as well. They're 7-2-2 two two against the spread in their last 11 games as underdogs overall. And this is just a perfect time to zig while people zag. So we're going with the main two summer sweats is going to be the Commanders 
and then the Packers, because playing the Cowboys makes things a little bit tough the next week. And then we're going to do something a little bit different here. So the last few weeks, we've been doing a, a ladder parlay, say Travis Kelsey get 100 plus yards and somebody else. So my third summer sweat is going to be one of those ladder parlays. We hit two weeks ago. Last week, again, rainbows. We don't talk about it. This week, we are going with two players to cash decent yards for us, and it's going to be a plus 586 odds over at FanDuel. So a $10 bet would win you $58.60. First, my guy, choo-choo, Rasheed Rice, conductor of the hype train over here. I'm taking Rasheed Rice to get 60 plus receiving yards. Again, his line is only set in the low 40s. So I am taking an alternate line to get him to 60 plus. We've already discussed why I love his outlook in this game, but I'm parlaying that with A.J. Brown, my my guy, my producer, Sean Daly, his guy, A.J. Brown, 100-plus receiving yards. So Rasheed Rice, 60-plus, A.J. Brown, 100-plus. That gets you when you parlay it, plus 586 odds over at FanDuel. A.J. Brown has been a monster. He's got 127 or more yards in six consecutive games. He's hit over 100 against the Cowboys in the most recent matchup last year. The Trayvon Diggs injury hurts the Cowboys secondary. They haven't been as effective at slowing down top receivers. And, I mean, maybe most importantly, A.J. Brown is fun as hell to root for. Watching him just manhandle cornerbacks and safeties is a blast. And I really like that he always wears colorful cleats so that his daughter can find him easily on TV. It makes it really easy for me to find him on TV as well. So I like watching him for that reason. But my two guys, Rasheed Rice and A.J. Brown, that's our ladder parlay for this week. So we've got a lot going on in this NFL Week 9 slate. We've got the Chiefs, minus one and a half. The under 51 in the game, which would hit for the fifth consecutive Chiefs games. We are taking Patrick Mahomes, over 285 and a half passing yards. Rasheed Rice, over 45 and a half passing yards. Watson, over 16 and a half passing yards. That one I honestly think is my favorite bet of the week. Watson, over 16 and a half. Lock that sucker in. Kelsey, over 77 and a half. Tyreek, under under 92 and a half. Tua, under 272 and a half. Raheem Mostert, well, we'll let him have his. Raheem Mostert gets over 49 and a half rushing yards. And then we've got our same game parlay, a sweet little $10 to win $180 bet. And then, of course, the summer sweats. Go Cowboys, I guess. You've been really profitable for us by fading the team that faces you. Packers minus three, Commanders plus three because the Patriots and Mac Jones suck. And then, of course, our ladder parlay of Rasheed Rice and A.J. Brown. We've got a huge list. I'm pumped up to see how it fares. We This is going to be one of the most fun games of the year. It, Win or lose, it should be really competitive, and it's a fantastic litmus test for the Kansas City Chiefs. I do highly, again, encourage you to join us on Sunday morning, about 45, 30 minutes before the game, where we will be here ready to break down all the action in the pregame show here at Arrowhead Addict. I'm pumped up. We'll also be there for halftime and postgame as well. It's going to be a beautiful Sunday. I hope you're ready for it. Nice weekend here in Kansas City. Vibes are high. We've got rainbows coming. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate you for joining the Arrowhead Addict Betting Show. I am Joe Summers. Thank you to Sean Daly for producing this bad boy. As always, we're ready to make some money. And most importantly, go Chiefs. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.